Good evening, everyone. Well, my dear friends, when I was a kid in high school, I used to listen to this song over and over and over again. And I don't know if you would know this song because I'm much older than all of you, but there was a song from Bruce Springsteen, and it was called Born to Run, right? And uh, you remember? Yeah. <laughs> And I would have a blast, you know, all the way up in my car, my Caprice Classic, <laughs> you know? And I would listen to that song over and over again. And I would always imagine being away from my home, away from all my problems. And, but I could not disagree more with Bruce Springsteen that we were born to run. We were never born to run. We were always born to stay put. And that's why running is such an amazing thing to do. Because the most, the easiest thing to do is to stay put. And the hardest thing to do is to do what we hear in the first reading. I don't know if you quite picked it up, but the first reading speaks about the Jews that were enslaved in Egypt and how they had the courage led by Moses to get up and to get out. To get up and to get out. And if you think that's something easy to do, how many of you, when I was back home visiting my, my family up in New York, I spoke to my cousin and he was telling me, I want to get out of my job just want to quit. I hate it. I can't stand it. I'm ready to leave. And he was like, geez, Al, I envy you. You're a priest. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But he was like, I'm just ready to get, but I'm 54 years old. What am I going to do? What am I, how am I going to do this? And I'm like, well, yeah. And he'll stay put. But can you imagine an entire group of people, young, middle-aged, and elderly, led by one person who said, we can do better, and we gotta get out of here. And they did. And imagine those really old people that were like, you know what, I don't care. I just hope that the last thing I ever see with my eyes is something other than this. So we have to be amazed at what they were able to accomplish because it is no easy task. Not only is it not easy to get up and leave, but it's also not easy to obey and listen. How many times do parents just wish once, just once, once, that their child, when you ask them to do something, will for once, just once, just once, say, okay. Can you please go to bed early because tomorrow you have school? But can I... Can you please turn off the computer? But Just once. Just once. Can you please turn off the... Okay. Can you imagine your, you listening to your wife? And you listening to your husband? Just once. 
And this is, this is the reality. An entire group of people. Okay? What made them able to do such a thing? If you notice, there are three virtues in each one of these readings. And these three virtues can change your life, my life, everyone's life. In the second reading, we hear about St. Paul just tells us about what Abraham did. Another, another tremendous figure in the Old Testament and salvation history. Where Abraham, he reminds the people, what did Abraham do? At a very old age, he got up and he told his wife, we have to leave. Where are we going? The Lord has told us that he will lead us to another land. Where? I don't know. Not only that, but he also promised him a son at a very old age. And he believed. Not only that, but he also was willing to be obedient when God told him to sacrifice his only son. And he was willing to listen and to obey. And things worked out just fine. Never sacrificed his son. Everything worked out just fine. But over and over again, we hear again, what made Abraham so strong that he was willing to get up and to do what he was being led to do? By God, by God. And then, of course, we have the final, the gospel, where Jesus says, tells everybody, do not be afraid, sell your belongings and give alms, and and look for the treasure that can never be destroyed. No thief can take, no moth can destroy. For there, for where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. So what are these virtues? There are three. The first one, obvious, faith. Faith. What is faith? Faith is acknowledging that there is more to this world than meets the eye. That there is more to this than I and I can see. When you're going through a tough time, if all you see is just the tough time and not the the grace that may be hidden underneath, you're done. You're done. If all you can see is the bad and never see beyond that, if all you can see is... A man crucified. Bad. Horrible. And you can never see, oh, look how much he loves me. Oh my goodness. I never noticed that. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. But also behind the scene, look how much he cares about me. So faith allows you to see what your eye does not necessarily see. And what I don't see. And that's what was able to move Abraham. That's what was able to move Moses. That's what is able to move every single Christian, every person who believes in God. That's what makes them able to survive and thrive even in difficult times. Then the second virtue that you see Because when you have faith, you also have automatically, it's almost like a linear equation, right? Like this, right? 
The more faith you have, the more. And then you see humility. Humility. Willing to acknowledge that there is someone that can see better than I can see. Not just that something that I can't see, but someone who can see better than I can see. What does that mean? That means that when your mom or your dad tell you, look, be careful about this boy or be careful about this girl. I've seen this before. Uh, What do you know? What do you know? Well, I'm 20 years ahead of you. To acknowledge that there is someone in this world and in heaven that can actually see a little bit better than you can. That's what we call humility. Be careful of this. Watch out. Don't do this. This is, uh, I've seen this before. Be careful. We've seen this story. And that's what happens with Moses, with Abraham, with Jesus, with everybody. When we are humble, then we are able to do another thing. When we have faith, faith increases, humility increases, but it's three-dimensional. There's another virtue that you see hidden in all of this. When you have more faith, when you have more humility, you open the door to another grace, and that is courage. Courage. Okay, let's do it. Let's go for it. We won't give up. We're going to go for it. Together. We'll make it happen together. We can get through this. Faith, humility, and courage. What is courage? Acknowledging that someone is just as important or even more important as I am. That is tough. That is tough. But when we see these three things in action, it is something that's beautiful. And let me tell you something. (laughs) This is going to sound really weird. But again, growing up in my world, I didn't quite see these three things in action. But, amazingly enough, I saw them on TV. There were two shows... Now, I know for sure you don't remember these two shows. I know for sure. Because when I saw them, they were reruns. Okay? Rerun. Black and white. Okay? But one show that... Two shows that I saw. One of them was called The Honeymooners. Okay? Do you remember The Honeymooners? With Jackie Gleason and um, Audrey Meadows. Meadows, Audrey Meadows. I never wanted to miss the ending because the ending was always the same. The same. There were different stories, there were different plots, there were different twists, but the ending was always the same. And do you remember what the ending was? Here? Huh? Baby, you're the greatest. He would argue with his wife. He would scream at his wife. These were things that I saw every day in my family. Arguing, screaming, yelling, arrogant, obnoxious, prideful. But I would never miss the ending because the ending was like a dream. 
baby, you're the greatest. That was humility. And it was beautiful. And it inspired. It inspired. The other show that I remember so dearly, that I love to watch, was called The Lone Ranger. Okay? Remember The Lone Ranger? Black and white. Okay? Not the movie. Not the movie. The black and white. The Lone Ranger. Where the ending was always the same. The ending was always the same. The Lone Ranger would come to the rescue. Everybody would be saved. Everybody at the end would be like, oh my gosh, we're all together. We're all together. Thank you so much. Where do you go? Where do you go? And then the last scene was him riding off with Tonto, never ever hearing the gratitude, the acclamation, the, the, the acknowledgement, nothing. He didn't need it. For him, it was enough just to be able to help someone, to care about someone. That was it. And that was so inspiring. And then later on in life, I realized that there was someone just like that, but actually real. And that was in Christ. But it was enough to at least say that that's something I want to be. I want to strive for Because if it moved my heart, I knew that it was definitely something I wanted to do. And the reason why it moves my heart is because it's so difficult for me to be humble. Oh, my goodness. When people come up and say, Father, your staff is amazing. I love the changes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it takes a good leader. It's <laughs> a good leader. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, Father, these changes... They're horrible. Well, talk to Father Javita. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. The humility is tough. But when you see it, it, it's beautiful. Beautiful. But to be humble, if you want to be really humble, you have to be really faithful. And you have to have a lot of courage. You have to have a lot of courage. And these are the three virtues that make life so amazing for ourselves and for others. And if we can just exercise them, then we will see what no one has seen. We will be what we've always dreamed of being. And we will always be able to make a difference to those around us. Amen? Amen.